Welcome back to the Dark Arts of Conversation. The more we talk, the more we heal. We're your hosts, Jer. Daniela. The Baker. And the Witch. Uh, Hi, guys. It's been quite a while. It has been some time, for sure. It feels like years, but it's only really been maybe two and a half months. That's a long, <laughs> long time in the podcast world, just for clarity's sake. I hope y'all are doing okay, taking care of yourselves, spending time with yourself, loving on yourself. It is Wednesday in July 13th, I think, and mm-hmm. it is a full moon tonight. <clears throat> the werewolves are out. Our animals are acting a little cray-cray tonight. Especially our little nugget. How are you doing, Jer? What's been up? On your end of the spectrum. The fuck hasn't been up. Everything's been a nightmare in some capacity. The state of the world is garbage. Uh, it's been fairly overwhelming, uh, personally, for me, with everything going on between the shootings, the war, uh, COVID still happening. And everything else that we'll touch on in this one. Um, Yeah. Definitely got overwhelmed for quite a while. Not not fun. Definitely talked to a bunch of people who feel the same way. So, Do you still feel overwhelmed now? No, I'm going to say. That sounds like a questionable thing. It is. You say that and the cat was like, oh, I'm not going to sit there. <laughs> Whatever, good. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on. A lot of things I want to do. A lot of things we're working on. But I don't feel overwhelmed by that. And I've kind of turned away from the news for quite a while. Not taking in as much, and that's kind of helping a lot. Um, and then everything we've already talked about and dealt with uh, <clears throat> between the two of us has really kind of been helpful. So I wouldn't say I'm overwhelmed right now. That's good. And I've got a lot of things that I. And turning off the news on Snowballs is a great thing. Yeah. I do that a yeah. lot, but I feel really disconnected from the world sometimes. So when I find something out, I'm like, are you? I get on fire. But outside of that, like, don't know if you're following the Johnny Depp stuff, but they're potentially going to have to bring that whole thing back and start all over. Not that I give a shit because I didn't follow any of it, but can we just turn that off? I, I don't didn't care. Hear any of none that, of none of it's I knew relevant to life. Some of it was happening. So no, I don't anyway. pay attention that much because um, um, it stresses me out, and I just, <laughs> stress is not good for me right now. So yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm overwhelmed. Again, lots to do. A lot of cool things in my brain. A lot of things I'm excited about for the future, for once. Um, for once? But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a while, outside of having, like, a kid that I feel like, I don't want to say hopeful for the future, but I feel kind of motivated for the future. I suppose. I'm not really like it's been a while because like we've been married for a year. So it's like we got to celebrate our one year back in May. Gosh, I'm like, when was the last time we recorded? It was before that (laughs) because we planned on doing it then. Anyway, but no, I'm I'm feeling um, motivated, somewhat hopeful. Uh, 
but yeah, there's a lot to do, but not not overwhelmed like I had been. Let's put it that way. That's good. What about you? It's still been, yeah, like two and a half months since we've talked before, so... <laughs> Well, okay, real quick. We have talked we talk a lot all but the time. <laughs> on here. People have no idea. Um I've been okay, really. Um I don't know. I I now recognize that I get very overstimulated a lot more than I would like to admit. And prior to having a kid, I was really good at having walls or specific things to do that would keep me um, at bay and now that's like thrown out the window that doesn't exist anymore they don't work like they used to so it's just it's a whole different ball game emotionally um, on a day to day but I also think since we got sick from COVID I'm honestly I've just been so tired like I feel like my energy has not been the same since we got COVID um which is not helpful. I'm just so exhausted. Exhausted. And I'm not even waking up that much to pump at night, except for like once or twice. But I'm just so tired. And I don't know. Outside of that, um, it's kind of bananas watching our kid grow up. And it's I'm home with her a lot of the time. That's a lot of work on top of like working from home. But sad and exciting but sad because she's almost one and I'm like oh where's my tiny little peanut that weighed like nothing because you're so heavy to carry around all day (laughs) yeah she's definitely like 19 pounds and it's not the same it's it's a little crazy but no I mean it's super cool to watch her now she's got so much more personality and sadly energy (laughs) And it's now that she great. crawls, it's just like, oh, she's a speed demon, God, man. Where are you she's going? Like, I don't have, I can't, I can't. It's kind of crazy. But between that and just like Ellie not feeling well, and I'm hoping that she's on the mend. And trying to reorganize my life. What? I mean, okay. So, guys, this episode, we're not really talking about any topics. This episode is strictly just catch up where we've been the last two months, what's going on, how we've been dealing with shit. Um, Next episode, there will definitely be a topic, but this episode is play catch up. Um, That's funny, because I was saying welcome back. Uh, Yeah, that's why, because it's been a while. So, I kind of wanted to give everybody an update. So... You want to talk about what happened? Uh, well, I mean, that's the episode, I guess. But where do you want to start with it? You want to set some background? Um. Yeah. Okay. So, my God, where are we? Right. So, you had mentioned 13th it. July 13th, Wednesday. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you had mentioned it. Um, we celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary back in May the end of it which super exciting super crazy that's already been one year by the way um <laughs> so many things happened in one pause year. one second we also got each other the same gift on different things which is hilarious literally by the way like I, we picked p- 
pictures from our wedding. That were the exact same pictures. And we I got I got him a puzzle of like our very fancy dip picture at our wedding. He was like, oh, we can glue it together once we put it together and then hang it up. And then he <laughs> got that picture actually blown up on a canvas with like lyrics to our wedding song on there. And it's just so funny. Great minds look alike. We, we kind of laughed. <laughs> I don't remember who opened it first. Did Did I open it first and then laugh or did you open it and then I laughed because I was like, <laughs> you you opened okay. yours first, and yeah, it was funny. It was I was good. like, "Oh shit, this is hilarious!" Because like, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty good. I was like, "You have no idea what's gonna happen right now." It's, <laughs> it's so good. good. That was really funny, actually. Um, and we did that right before we left. So we went on a trip down to South Carolina for the first time, which was very exciting. It was our first trip with the baby. Which was awesome because she went down and drove in the car with us like relatively smoothly, um, better than I thought she would. I think she's a travel baby for sure. We even had our first hotel stay and she actually did really well too. I thought she wouldn't like being in an unknown area and that she would get so out of... um, I don't know, out of her routine that she wouldn't like it, but she actually did pretty well. It was actually really, really awesome. If you guys haven't been to Charleston, South Carolina, I definitely suggest going. The food's great. Um, But at the end of May, it is hot, hot, hot. So be prepared for that. Um, I would say outside of that, like, that was a pretty awesome trip, minus like the couple days that I had severe anxiety, and I think that was just a first vacation with the baby, first drive, uh, kind of pre- prepping myself with how much dead people am I going to come into contact with that's going to drive me crazy, and our house is like on lockdown from that most of the time so like when I go somewhere else it's a little harder to deal with like setting up wards in a new house or space for renting for the time being so um I always get like kind of stressed out with that and I didn't know how if I was gonna sleep well being away from home and if I was gonna be too stressed out where I wasn't gonna be able to pump new hospitals, just that kind of idea of travel with a baby is things I never thought I would ever think about, and now I think about them, and it slightly gives me an anxiety attack prior to vacation. Yeah. I mean, you handled it pretty well, in all honesty. Um, Eight hours of driving with her was shockingly, like, went pretty well. Yeah. I think we have a little traveler, which is pretty interesting and nice. Yeah. I mean, she she was she was trooper. She was. She definitely was. She slept really well in that hotel the first night. I know. I'm I was shocked. surprised. I was like, oh, God, she's going to want to play. And- or freak out and cry all night and piss the people off next door. I don't know. Whatever. But no, I mean, she did. She did great. Uh, definitely stepped away. Sorry. Had to. Put the dog in the crate. She's going to need to be uh, 
her anxiety's way up there. Just not changing the subject, but yeah. Yeah, I think so. it just, we just had, uh, what is it, 4th of July weekend in our neighborhood does it from like Friday to Monday. And that was four days too many for our household. Um, our daughter and dog and cat do not like fireworks at all. Maybe watching them silently from a distance, that's it. But um, I don't, we're trying to figure out if Ellie is having like just severe stress anxiety from that and has now is on this like weird kick of not wanting to eat. Um, we're just hoping that it's more stress and not like tumors or anything like they had suggested last time we were at the visit. Uh, but, so. We'll see what goes on tomorrow. Yay! Please. Let it be okay. Okay. Anyways, carry on. So, we well, went to Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> carry on. Okay. Yeah. Went to Charleston, South Carolina. Um, it's pretty cool. Their coffee sucks, by the way. Just, uh, don't think- know what it is. But all of it. It's just we, we were just bitter. having an off week. We we never went to the same place twice. And none of it was good. None of it was good. Like, I've had bad stuff before, like, occasionally. But, like, every single... I don't know that it was bad. Maybe it's just, like, we're so used to something sweeter. Or it was burnt. There were a couple times it was burnt. But, like... Maybe we were just, you know, I I don't know. There I can't some, even justify. justify there were some bad shot pulls, probably, or there were burned beans or something. But like every single place, yeah, it was not as. We had phenomenal ice cream though. Oh I don't remember God. the name of that place, but like if it, you get a chance to go, it's called Off Track. Off Track, fantastic! I think we went three times. Oh my gosh, it was such a good ice cream. It was the only thing I really looked forward. To at night. I wish we walked more around Charleston at night. It's just so hot during it the day. It was so hot. So like hot. I said, guys, May, end of May in Charleston, it is freaking hot. So unless you're planning to spend the time on the beach, which is great. We also saw a gator in the water, in the ocean. Freaking popped its head out right in front of us. Horrifying, guys. No lie, like 15 feet away. <laughs> Jeremiah goes... Hey, babe, look up, look up. And I'm like, what? It's like going to pop out right in front of us. Oh, my God. Get up. Get the baby. <laughs> Pick up the baby. That is too close. Well, the baby had screamed like 30 <laughs> seconds before or something. And we're just like, oh, that was weird. Whatever. She was totally screaming. We were like, oh, what if her scream is calling the the, uh, the gator out of the water? And that's yeah. legit. Exactly what happened, and she's just laughing, screaming, and I'm like, "You have no idea." She what's had happening a blast, now. man. Oh yeah, that was her first trip to the beach too. That was super exciting to see her like play in the water. She enjoyed that a she's lot. She's a sand baby. She is a water baby for sure. Is she? By the way, what is her sign? She's sign? an air sign. Oh, she's a Libra. Well then, but, uh, but uh. <laughs> She does have a lot of water, water placements, I think, okay. in her chart. Well, cool. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Minus the bug bites I got that turned into, like, welts on my tattoos and became an itchy mess. 
thoughts. Yeah, and then you got that weird few hours of anxiety. I don't remember what that was from anymore. I don't know. Life is blurring together at this point. That's so we had our anniversary trip, and then. <laughs> well, happy anniversary to us, by the way, because we didn't really get a whole hell of a lot of time to yeah. really recoup after that. So after that, um, we had already planned it. Uh, I belonged to a peer group for work, and they were doing their first in-person meeting uh, since COVID shut everything down. And I'd never met any of these guys. Super exciting. It was in Denver. And apparently before they used to always do it in Chicago. So that was super cool. We love Denver. Um, so we decided to make a family outing and go ahead and uh, do it in person. Take the first couple days and uh, get out there early. Uh, enjoy the time. And then from there, we were going to split up and... You guys are going to head home, and then uh, I was going to continue on. But it wasn't just us. It was the baby. It's the baby and my mom. My mom came with us. Why'd your mom come with us? So um, my mom was going through, um, as some of you may know, my mom had thyroid cancer earlier in 2019? Gosh, time feels so weird. 2018? 2018? Uh, 2018. Um, because I called you to tell you we have another thing in common uh, when we yep, found yep, out yep, my yep. mom had cancer. So my mom went through treatments at, uh, for at least a year and a half to two years on and off and now just got diagnosed with some cancer in her eye. And it is not curable, but it is treatable um, so they can make her comfortable. So I figured with that being done, my mom loves train rides. So we were going to train ride all the way back from Denver and possibly to Denver, depending on how things rolled. Um, And she's always wanted to do a cross-country trip. It's been a dream of hers and it's been a dream of mine, too. So I figured, well, this brought up a bright crazy opportunity might as well start living it up and enjoying and seeing things that you want to see with who knows how fast your eyesight's gonna go um so i invited her to denver with us also by the way like since we got back the doctor has said that like they are not as worried about it as they were prior to the trip so right now she's pretty stable and they're gonna just reassess in a couple months um, they don't know if it's just leftover from chemo treatment or radiation um, from her thyroid or what. They don't know what happened or why it appeared where it did and or why it has dissipated all of a sudden. So, um, gotta take the little miracles when we get them. So weird how all that stuff works. Yeah. Or doesn't or whatever. However you want call it um <clears throat> question because now i don't think i n- know the answer to this did your mom's thyroid cancer clear up she's on thyroid medicine right now did they take her thyroid out mm-hmm. was that the end of that did i not know this 
I knew they took her thyroid, but was was that all? Was did did that take all that cancer at so, that time? To at their the, knowledge, at the time for at the time for their knowledge right now. So right now she just she goes back in, she gets her scans, mm-hmm. they make sure it, and yeah. nothing is spread. Um, yeah. because they did find another lump, and they thought it was benign, and she kept telling them to take it out. Turns out, guess what? Wasn't benign. Had to go Shut back her. in. Um, so now they just do a regular checkup to make sure it hasn't like spread or gone unseen somewhere else at this mm-hmm. point in time, which was why I'm kind of curious if. It went to her eyes, but we don't know if they're connected or anything like that. Uh, real quick, you are your own medical advocate. Don't stop if you feel there's something wrong. That is the biggest thing I've learned in the last mm-hmm. travesty of life, um, so, the last few years. So. As of right now, she's she's okay. They're just... Outside of whatever the potential thing with the eye is, right? Uh, yeah, okay. she's pretty good right now, from what I know. Well, that's good. So you guys were gonna take the train back? Yeah, we that was the take plan. The train all the way home. That <laughs> I was <know>. the plan. <laughs> <That's how it's laughs> that is not what happened. So we were gonna go fly to Denver, hang out for a couple of days, drive to Vail, hang out with a couple of our friends, uh, introduce your mom and O, because they hadn't had a chance to see O because yeah. they were there for the wedding. So obviously, it's been a while, and you were still pregnant then. I was still pregnant last time we were in Colorado. Yeah, and so then. Like Tuesday, we would drive back down. I was going to drop you guys off at the train, train station. station. You guys were going to take the train back. I was going to hit uh, the peer group, and then I was going to fly back. Yep. On a Saturday at some stupid time because whatever cares. Scheduling the was all weird. were crazy. Move everything around, but whatever. So we decided we were going to take a late flight on Friday, kind of so that O could sleep through it hopefully and maybe not make everybody mad on the airplane which she did she did phenomenal surprisingly she stayed awake until 10 and got on that plane was wired we flew first class yeah we were those people hell yeah why not it was it was first flight. There's no way I wasn't going to jump on a first class flight slash sleep comfortably with a baby attached to me. Yeah, how'd that go? It was okay. It was stress inducing. Anxiety inducing for sure. Oh, let's talk about how you never got a chance to sleep. That's okay. So, but she slept she the slept. entire time. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't need a bottle, right? Mm-mm. She like. Took it for a minute and then passed right out and was out the entire time. We kept getting eyes from people prior to take off, though. Yeah, that always is so stressful. I'm like, gosh. Show those eyes right back in her head. <laughs> she made no noisy dicks. <laughs> she did pretty awesome. She did pretty awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, I that I was stunned. I mean, I was stunned from the moment we got to the airport to uh, the lounge to the flight. She was just super chill. And I don't know why I'm shocked anymore. I mean, she travels so well down to South Carolina. But again, flights are totally different, loud, scary noises and stuff. I think it helps that we use a white noise machine. So as soon as she heard that, like for her, that was the 
oh, it's mm-hmm. bedtime and mom's carrying me. It's fine. Like that, I think, really, um, <laughs> it really helped in all honesty because we play white noise, airplane, YouTube noise when we need it and or we have a loud fan that goes on in the room that is pretty much a drowning of all sorts of noise happening yeah so that was super cool we get in uh late intentionally we knew what we were in for kind of sucked but you know whatever go to get the rental car should be one of those you walk up pick a car jump in and drive away yeah, no. You get up, you get there. They don't have a car. There's already a line of people waiting, like you, who think they should be able to hop in a car and drive away. Uh, yeah, that didn't work at all. It took us an hour, only because some dude was super nice enough to trade places with us in line. He put us at the head of the line because, I don't know, I don't, don't no, because he was a know. super nice guy, I guess. He was so nice. And the people behind us were butthurt. It didn't change your position in line. Like, stop being an asshole. I know, right? Like, dude, no offense. Those people were so angry. And they were like, so okay. upset. So then they offered us a minivan. And it was just kind of like, um, do you have anything else? Or how long is it going to be? Chair <laughs> was like, how soon can I change this? Yeah, can we come back? Well... Last time we were in Denver, we had a shit little car, and it was a miserable thing to drive through the mountains. And I was like, there's no way a minivan's going to be better. Well, shocking. A minivan was way better. But, yeah. So, thank you to that guy. You'll probably never hear this. Her name was Stella. The car. I named the car Stella. It was great. Yeah, never mentioned that, but cool. (coughs) To that guy, if you do somehow magically come across this for the people, and uh, thank you. Really. Uh, I don't know how much longer you had to wait. Um, Hopefully not much longer. Uh, yeah, but it, it meant a lot. It meant a lot for us to pick up the car after like an hour. So it was probably like 3 a.m. or some garbage yeah. our time. But. And to get O at home in bed asleep. Yeah. Way out of whack yeah. of her own sleep schedule. So Yeah. Um, Lots of news for her. Time change. Altitude. Flight. Flight. Yeah. She wasn't feeling so hot the following days. And I had started getting like a scratchy throat and feeling kind of ugh. And I was like, oh, it's just the pressure change. Oh, it's all the pollen happening here. It's just, you know, I drink some funny water and it's fine. (laughs) Funny water thing. Uh, You're (laughs) the bubbly uh, drink that you had that was not water, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't think. They're like, would you like? I was like, this is this is champagne. This is champagne. Damn it! <laughs> I thought it was. I was like, oh, it's carbonated water. This is great. This yeah, is not this what is I not thought. Good. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> so that was weird. Anyway, so we got up. We went to brunch at uh, Bacon Social. Love Bacon Social. It's our jam. The flight of bacon every time. We. Literally on a trip to Australia, stopped in Denver just so we could go there, and then flew to De- uh, to Australia. But yeah, good times. Um, so we had that. Went back. I don't know where else we did? We just kind of went and like hung out. 
We didn't just do much. Like, we relax. took it super easy the first two days, just because. Which is the point? Oh, was it was Oh's first time being at altitude, and she already was kind of feeling sick. Um, and by sick, just like she wasn't really eating because of travel and stuff like that. But outside of that, she did pretty um, well. She wiggling a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go stick a bottle in her mouth really quick. Okay. So we're just gonna pause real fast. We'll be right back. You won't even notice a difference, I promise. So, are you doing this, or is she good to go? Nope, she just stuck the bottle in her All mouth. Right. She's good. That's super fun. That's a new thing for her, by the way. She can start to kind of like. I leave like a bottle passing next to her, and she just reaches it, and pops in her mouth. It's great. She does pretty good. She good. Yeah, she's good. Okay. I think she's just adjusting. <laughs> it's a weird thing see, watching your kid on video camera and you're like, it's like a video game. I'm like, ha, ha, aiming. I'm uh-huh. like, go to the left. Move the bottle to the left. Move the bottle to the right. Your mouth is almost there. You almost got it. Come on. Keep going. It's not like she can hear me and or know that I'm making faces to guide her. Well, I mean, it's like playing Nintendo and moving the controller. Doesn't do shit, dude. <laughs> it does not help you do anything. Mario will not run faster. That's a good one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, the first two cameras we had sucked and didn't work. Way, way off topic. But, yeah, so this is kind of like a nice reprieve for us. Gives us the option to have an evening sometimes. So, uh, what did we do that night? We didn't do anything, right? We made dinner. We made dinner. We... Just kind of packed up the car. Yeah. The next day, um, just because um, my mom and I both, um, I didn't know if my mom would get altitude sickness, and I know I do. Her and I both have vertigo, and we didn't know if O was going to be on the same train as us, where she would have really bad vertigo too. Turns out she does. She got sick the first. Uh, days like she was kind of dizzy wobbly looking but she was fine after there it took some time yeah that's also why we went to denver before we went to vail because mm-hmm. we're like that might be kind of a stupid idea just I know. go straight to like yeah. extremely high elevation so so the following day we drove to vail yeah. And the minivan was awesome. The minivan was awesome <laughs> and got us where we needed to. It worked without having to floor it the entire time. <laughs> Damn it, that car. Cruise oh director. Jeremiah was a cruise director for the vacation script. Uh, yeah, thanks. I'll be your cruise ship captain du jour. <laughs> and um, it was a boat. It was a boat. It was really well. My mom enjoyed mountains more than I thought she was going to. I didn't know she was so in love with mountains. I always thought she was a beach girl, but now I know the truth. Um, so we get to Vail. We're hanging out. We <laughs> Hanging out? We were like going to unpack and I'm like, Jesus Christ, there's so much pollen in there. Like you could see it. Like we get out of the van I'm like, what is happening? The tree sex here is. I was gonna say out of it looked like snow. Yeah, it was. It was I, I don't know that I've seen pollen like that in a, ever. No, maybe I feel like in a here really on the east time. coast, you see it on your car, but like 
nothing in comparison to yeah that. it was it literally like you in could the see air particles in there yeah not like not like oh okay the car is yellow today after an hour no like you could see it floating through the air so <clears throat> you know carry all the bags at 8600 feet with no elevator three flights it's kind of rough um i think it was later that day i was like man like it's killing me like this pollen is nuts it's rough so whatever didn't think anything of it that day yep so we decided to meet up with our friends on monday we went to officer's gulch little prime spot in vail love it super cute beautiful little lake area and cheers like i feel and i'm like yeah before we met up with them I felt that way because we told them. Just clarity sake. Yes, I don't want you guys we, thinking we just showed up like no, feeling no. weird with our friends. No, I mean, it's, no, we, we, we get it. We, so let, we them let them know we were feeling gross. and. But yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, just kind of, uh. I remember you're like, I think you might be, uh, you know, a little. Uh, a little sicky sick. sick. I'm like, don't use that word. I hadn't been sick like you've never known me sick. So yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I have known you sick, sir, but Whatever. like, <laughs> it's been, it's been like two years. It's been since quite a while. You, you, since sure. you've gotten sick. So for you to be somewhat um, unhealthy is a big deal. But we hung out with them. It was fairly good. I don't remember feeling too terrible during that time. I mean, I think. I, we were like in an open area, like six feet apart, comfortably. Um, I mean, it was so windy or whatever, man. Yeah, I mean, you took. Excuse me. You said that you weren't feeling hot while we were out there, and yeah. oh, it was kind of like hot and warm to the touch at that point. But I just figured it was the sunshine. Um, and I went paddle boated. That was great. I've never done that before. A lot of arm work. Forgot how much I like kayaking. Damn shit. That like really kills my arms. And Um, she got to play on the beach again. Oh my gosh. She loved it. She wanted to get in the freaking cold ass water. If I had not been there holding her, she probably would have floated away. She kept trying to I wonder where she gets that from. Like like mother, like daughter. Mm -hmm. Like daughter, like mother. Mm -hmm. Seattle, Australia. Yeah. Cold ass water. I always like, get to put my it. feet in the water no matter how cold it is. Oh no, Puget was sound. It was cold as hell that, that one day. Gosh, love me some Puget sound. Um, anyway. And then we got back and Jer was like, I don't feel good. And so it turns out. Yeah, I started to crash. I can. I, I remember that part. I was like, I just need to lay down for a little bit. I'll be okay. I think it's allergies. I was like, you're warm. We need to take your temp. He was like, 101. And I was like, all right, it's time for you to take a test because I packed a COVID test just in case. And And it was one of those shitty thermometers, too. So I was pulling 101 on one of those like garbage ass forehead things that don't work. Jesus. Well, it's better than having to use the rectal thermometer. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah and i'm positive (laughs) oh my god really 
I was super anxious and scared and nervous and then freaking out. And then I think you took one, right? I did. Right after that. Did we take them at the same time or did you only take it after I took mine? I took it. Well, after I found out you were positive, immediately I went to get put on. Put you in a mask. Put me in a mask. And tell my mom. Because then I was like, oh, God, our kid. Mm-hmm. My mom. What are we going to do? My mom was like, do you have another test? And I was like, yep. She was like, take it. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> uh, and drum roll. I was positive, too. <laughs> yeah, good times. Now we're at 8,600 feet. COVID positive. 17, 1,800 miles away from home. Uh, tons of things planned. Um, and no more tests. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. late, I had to drive over to Walmart and get a couple more without really tipping my hand. So I'm walking through Walmart. This is <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like the only person with a mask on walking through Walmart. Two cans of Lysol. Can't find the COVID test. Walking around, mask on. Who cancel lice all and like, oh my god, somebody is gonna be like, You have COVID, don't you? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway, I find them, I buy the last couple boxes and then come back. I was like, Somebody is gonna call me out on this shit. Self check. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered. We had to find tests at that point and. We had to find out if my mom was positive. And at that point, she's hanging out with the baby. And I'm, like, trying to, like, coax our daughter into knowing that it's okay that Grammy takes care of you. It is fine. I promise you it's fine. And she's wigging out because I can't hold her. or And she's trying to take off my mask. She is not happy with what's happening. She is so angry at me. And I am, like... I'm crying. I am crying hard because, like, I'm like, I can't kiss you. I can't take care of you the way I want to take care of you right now. I need to not get stressed out because if I do, I'm not going to be able to pump milk. And I'm trying to stay calm for the factor that I'm like, I don't have formula. I'm in the middle of a fucking formula shortage. And... Uh, I'm like, I have to stay calm and I'm sick right now, which means I don't know if my supply is really going to wean off because I'm sick and not feeling well on top of all that. Yeah. We had our one container of formula that we've had, by the way, and that's, that's it. And thankfully we had it, but it's like, when do we open this? Cause like, it's not going to last very mm-hmm. long so you're freaking out about that i'm trying to figure out how the fuck we're gonna get home if we can get home because cdc says to no travel for 10 days yeah uh, well you also were trying to stick around if uh to attend your i was gonna try and do it remotely yeah yeah and then i'm freaking out that i'm gonna tell my boss and he's gonna be angry which is stupid he's a very reasonable person and for me it's just like i don't know i guess i've had enough people not 
always be reasonable so that I had a thing and then I was like super like not ready to tell him at all <laughs> on top of trying to figure out like okay what if I can't get this money back is he gonna be mad about that because all the everything that was for me to get there had been uh, put on the company and then I'm like oh my god how are you guys gonna get home how are we all gonna get home how are we gonna get any of the money back yeah. That we spent on this because we put in a decent amount of money for you guys to get home. Let alone, what do we do? Can can we keep the car? Right. I was like, can we keep the car? And then it turned into, well, maybe we stay here. And I, I just couldn't. I couldn't imagine the idea of you staying alone in the mountains. With not reliable signal and having COVID, I was like, oh, God, this is, like, the, my worst nightmare is happening right now. I have to take, like, I was like, we have to get our daughter home. We have to get our daughter near doctors that know her, and we need to get down to elevation, and I can't leave you I can't leave you alone. I, I like my brain is like, yeah. I, I don't want you to be that case where you are in the hospital and I can't get to you. Like I cannot be apart from you and I cannot be apart from our daughter, but we are not safe. And I am very like stupidly like into rules. And I'm like, well, CDC says we should like just stay out here. But, and I'm like, it's, it's probably the cheaper way if we're just not going to go anywhere. We just hang out here. Cause we know these people, they're totally cool with it already. But I'm like, it sucks. Like, fucking, we have COVID. I, I know you want to get home. I want to get us home at this point. And, yeah, I'm like, elevation is fucking awful with COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure COVID sucks anyway. And elevation by itself is a bit of a struggle. But Jesus, you put no, those two things together. I was like, I had such oh, a hard time God, breathing. I and then we're, we're having to wear a mask on top of my inhaler to help. Man, it was that. I was didn't even think rough. about that. I saw you take your inhaler out the first time. I was like, holy shit! I would have totally forgot. Because you don't have problems at any other time. That's the only time I've ever seen you use it. I don't need it often. There, there are rare occasions where I do, but um, like I've had mine prior to being pregnant, and even though I, that, that's right, that's when we got it. That's when I had to when I got back on it is because the doctor was like, if something happens, yeah. I need you to be able to breathe. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was probably the first time I've had to whip it out in a while. <laughs> She said whip it out. Um, Yeah, so by then, I mean, it was late Monday night. And so, I mean, we weren't going anywhere. By the time I get back from Walmart before, like, all the rest of that shit, uh, it was, like, 9 Mountain Time. So it was, like, 11. Yeah. Everywhere else. Um, Our family calls and my... Oh, my God. I forgot about this part. my family in Mexico is trying to get a hold of my dad and can't. And turns out my dad's mom passed away. 
and so my mom has to be the bearer of bad news and call her husband and tell him that his mom passed and then go and tell his sister and his brother. Um, Was that the same phone call that she told him that we all had, well, you and I had COVID? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So my dad, you know, it is now stressed out beyond belief that, you know, his wife is nowhere near him. His mom just passed and his daughter and granddaughter are now one is sick with COVID and the other is hopefully not at that point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like Monday was big news. And then my mom tested and she tested negative. So immediately it was like, all right, she, I'm so glad that she came because I was like, all right, at least I know somebody can take care mm-hmm. of our daughter and, yeah. We can be kind of sick somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, I guess we rolled baby care dice. <laughs> Which then didn't really work very well because O was practically inconsolable anyway. Because it, it was really probably the first time that you hadn't really been able to take care of her or at least put her down. Yeah. Or be around for for whatever. So that was nuts. Yeah, it was her first mom and dad aren't putting me to bed. Mm-hmm. No, um, where's my mom? Like, that was really hard for her. And that was really, in term, like, hard for me. Like, I, I, I was having such a hard time breathing and wearing double masks and trying to carry O and sing to her at the same time. I felt like my chest was constantly collapsing and just like I couldn't get enough air in my body to to do what I needed to do. It was literally like soul sucking and just the hardest thing I've ever done. I've never felt so alone and helpless in my entire life. Because like you were over there trying to console her, dealing with your mom, dealing with her, and I'm just trying to stay away. Because, like, I know I'm sick, right? So I don't want to get her sick. I don't want to get your mom sick. Right now, she's the only person, to our knowledge, that's negative. So we need her to basically be able to take care of O so that she doesn't get sick. And so I don't want to be around there. And I'm just like, dude, I feel so bad. Because I can't do anything for you. Because I can't be over there. I feel like ass anyway because I have COVID. And I'm just like, I feel so bad. And then I'm freaking out because I'm sitting there by myself. And I'm like, am I going to end up in the hospital? Am I going to get long COVID? Like, am I going to be okay? And then I had that thought, son of a bitch. <laughs> we are going to come back and we are going to get our boosters right after this trip. It couldn't have waited, like, two mm-hmm. weeks. But I felt so... Physically, I felt bad. It just, like, emotionally was awful to just feel that level of helplessness and then just be like, I don't even know how we're going to get home at this point. And so, like, in my head, I'm like, how do we get home? Like, the only option is to drive. 
Because maybe can't can't do public transportation. No. So we slept. Don't remember if my fever broke that night. I just remember sweating up a storm that night in bed. You seem like you were sleeping pretty solid though. Oh, I was up every hour. Same. I was I do what O does to go to sleep. Uh uh uh. Like that that whining noise. I I was whining myself to sleep and trying to relax so that I could pump and so that I could but I was too angsty, like antsy angsty and just like so angry that I was sick and that I couldn't take care of O and that I couldn't be there. It was it sucked. Yeah, we really couldn't we both felt too bad to really be there for each other. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, so we wake up the next day. Cancel everything. Start making phone calls and all kinds of shit. And like, thankfully, Amtrak and, and made it completely worth it. And we kind of just spent way more time on the phone than we wanted to. But they gave us all of our money back. Which is super cool because they had changed their policy. And they're like, we don't do it. But, you know, talk to customer service. Maybe they can do something. That lady was super nice. Give us a picture of your test. Oh, shit. Sure. Where do I send it? Send it over. She was really cool. Gave us all the money back. The hotel had no problem with it. They were like, yeah, don't show up. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not coming, guys. Uh, the flight was the only thing I didn't get my money back on. Well, the company didn't get the money back. This company paid for my seat. Um but whatever, uh, got a hold of my boss. He was totally understanding, but like, I felt awful because it's still like the one thing we didn't have resolved was the rental car. That was a fucking fiasco too. Couldn't get a their landline was almost like it was like busy the entire time. Every time you tried to call them, it went to a busy signal. Yeah, it was like that for like five hours. Wasn't until like one o'clock. We had we got back into Denver by the time they answered the phone, mm-hmm. which is super weird. So we load up the car, and I'm taking one bag at a time. And it, there's it's three flights. There's no elevator, whatever it cares. But like putting the bag in, walking back up the stairs every single time, I thought I was going to pass out. I just could not breathe. Should have told me I would have helped you. Nope. Couldn't let you guys do that. One, you were still trying to deal with like uh, packing up the rental car and making sure O was okay. And so like I felt pretty useless at that point. So I figured I could just butler everything down to the car. <laughs> but Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like I've been at elevation. I've been at far higher elevations than that. But that was awful. <laughs> Just awful. And then we're so, so we have everything canceled. We still don't know what the hell we're going to do because we can't figure out whether we're going to keep the van, like whether they'll let us keep the car. So I think you finally got a hold of somebody when we're in, in the city at that point. Yeah. Once we're in the city. Yeah. Um, And she was trying to get us our contract connected all the way to get home. 
But yeah. everybody that I had talked to, like, that she would send me to, like, connect me on was like, nope, you got to go t- return the car and start a new contract. Oh, yeah, because we prepaid it. You can not You can do an extension, but you have to return it to the same place. Well, that didn't do us any good because we were trying to drive home. So you called them. They said a manager would call back. And I would always miss his call by literally a second. And it was almost like it would ring once and then he would hang up. And I'm like, what is the point? So we get there. We deal with them. It was a shit show. You told them we had COVID. That dude jumped back six feet. Oh, and my it God. Was Nobody was wearing masks. And so they're coming up to like the window. And we're like, we're positive. Of course, we're wearing masks on the inside. And he like... <laughs> His eyes were like, fuck, what? That kid he might like have been flew. 20 at best. Man. Dude, that was, that was pretty funny, man. The look on his face, like, shit got real yeah, immediately. He was, and then everybody who came by was like, oh, put on, like, everybody who wasn't wearing masks, yeah. next, like, five minutes, anytime they came near the car, went to go put on a mask. I'm like, yeah, guys, shit's real. We had one lady who was like super helpful, but she wasn't a manager. So she's like trying to deal with other people, trying to get the managers to do anything. Manager literally only came out right at the end for like two minutes. Absolute fucking waste of time. And personally, as a manager, that's insulting. Come out here and protect your people, not from COVID, but protect them in a way that they don't have to do this shit. That's what you're there for. That's your job. Like... You're not showing leadership, so whatever. So we get all that shit squared away. They give her the wrong price. They give her half of the cost. And so then when we sign it, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what is this? Like, this is double. And then she goes, well, I mean, they told me. And I'm like, yeah, look, it's it's totally fine. We have to do it anyway. It's still far less than I thought it would be, by the way. But whatever. And so we've wasted a vast majority of this we day now that we wanted to drive day. home yeah, because we had to go to the goddamn rental car and sit there and fight with them for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Fucking like, God damn. Like had we been able to like get just in, get in get the get car in. in veil and just drive through and not even have to stop in Denver, we would have probably been able to make another three hours that day. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we stopped somewhere in Kansas. Kansas, right? Everything was whatever. You and I are still feeling. I think I was feeling a, a little, a little bit better that day. That day. The day was fine. It was at night when everything would suck. Well, so then we wake up, and this is gotta be. I was having a hard time sleeping. Tuesday at this point that we because we were drove from Kansas to Kansas. That's Wednesday. Okay. Where, um, where, oh, I put O to bed with my mom. Like, I helped her. My mom said that she had to push her in her stroller because she didn't want want mom to carry her. Mm. So she was like, can you come upstairs and transfer her to the bed? Transfer her to the bed. She apparently woke up like every two hours, didn't want to sleep, and I was like, she's... She knows. She knows. She's not happy, and uh, she woke my mom up at 6 a.m. 
because I was pumping, and she's like, can you come up and watch her? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Went upstairs, hung out with her. Meatballs rolling off. And she's just starting to roll, like, at this point in time, and, like, roll over things by herself. Um, yeah, like, continually. Not just roll from her, like, stomach to back or back to stomach, but, like. A continued, <laughs> continued mobile roll. And she's just starting to, like, really crawl at this point, too. And, uh... And so we pack up the car, we get ready to leave Kansas, and we drive all the way. We start marking places where it's like, alright, if we stay, we got to stay close enough to a hospital. Um, and... We figure, okay, if we're going to stay in hotels, we stay in hotels that, you know, two separate rooms, so O and Mom are away from us. And then if not, then we need to do um, Airbnbs if they're available, um, if we have to stay longer stretches. So we make it to Kansas City. I haven't been to Kansas City in almost like 11 years. I competed there. It was weird to be back there almost in my 30s, and the last time I was there, I was like 17, 18 years old, competing in nationals for makeup and placed fourth in the nation. So it's like, I'm like looking at everything, and I'm like, oh my god, I stayed here. Oh my god, this is where I did. I was fangirling about my life in high school. It was weird. Yeah, but you made a stop in Salina, Kansas, which is an absolute dumpster fire of a place that I never wanted to go back to. Without even realizing that it was, it was oh, no, merely no. so that we yeah. could take a break. I get it. And get I was out like, of the oh car. my god, can we go anywhere else? <laughs> That's a story for some other episode. Jesus, it's an old work trip, dumpster fire. Anyway, so we get to Kansas City and pop into a hotel. Again, we're trying to nonchalantly play it down like none of us are sick, but we're all wearing masks. And again, like, we're the only people wearing masks. The pregnant lady behind the counter doesn't have a mask on. Yeah. In this hotel, which I find confusing. And I tried to find an Airbnb, but nothing was, like, letting us have, like, day of. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I was like, we got to stay somewhere. We can't all just stay in a car together. We're already in here for enough hours. We need time without masks Mm -hmm. and a space and Lysol, everything. Yeah, and at this point, I was hoping to be able to make it far enough that I could, like, attend this meeting remotely while somebody else drove. Yes, I get it. (laughs) We can talk about the priority part a little bit after this. Let's get through the whole thing first. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, So, we're in Kansas City. It's hot as balls, by the way. The two days we're there. Yeah. It um, is godly hot. hot. They were going through a heat advisory, um, and it is three a.m. and O is not sleeping. O is having a hard time again. She's whining, and I go over and I hold her. And my mom was like, "I need you to just sleep in here because maybe she just really needs needs you." She's waking up a lot, and I'm like, this is not normal. Something is wrong. And I touch her, and she's just on fire, and I'm like, what 
is going on? So I took her temp. Her temp says 98. I'm like, okay, that's a little more than normal. And she's normally 97. Okay. Um, you know, I'm trying to cool her down. My mom keeps trying to cover her back up. And I'm like, I know you're trying to keep her warm, but she's really hot and she needs to cool down. And, um. Did she have the barky cough at this point? Mm-mm. Really? Okay. And she starts crying, and I'm like, mm, we got to go. And I called you, and I was just going to go to the ER without you because I was like, he's already sick. Am I going to try and make him go? So I called you, and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the ER if you want to come. I think you kind of probably didn't say it that way. I think you said, we're going to the ER. Let's go. But I don't remember. It was... I don't 345, know. 3 in the morning. So we walked whatever. outside. We hang outside. She seems a little better. She's not trying to throw up. She, that's what she did. She threw up. And um, we watched Possum walk by. And I was like, oh, well, she seems okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, it crawled out of a tree. No, and was I remember like, it. We're like, like, what the fuck? Have fuck. you ever seen that? Uh, it crawls out and... We are, um, I don't know what happened. It, we were like, oh, maybe she's fine now. And all of a sudden, she throws up. And I'm like, nope, we're going. Yeah. And so we're trying to even figure out, oh, yeah, if we looked up the reviews for the ER, and that was why we didn't go right away. Yeah, we were looking up different reviews for different ERs, and everybody gave it, like, two stars. And oh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Jesus Christ. I was like, oh. But it was five minutes away. Literally, it was like five minutes away. Which was the only reason probably why we we went. went. So we go there hoping that it was going to be a decent thing. It's pretty small. It's probably like a community uh, ER, but it's an actual emergency room. I wouldn't say it was a trauma level emergency room, but it was an an ER. It wasn't a uh, urgent care. So we get in there. Lady's got her mask half off, and we walk in, and she's like, uh, so what's up? And we're like, well, we have COVID, and she's like, okay, <laughs> puts her mask on, and uh, then we kind of tell her, they bring us back in a room, put us into our own room, and then all fucking hell breaks loose, <laughs> because O is dehydrated at this point. Because she won't take anything because she's running fever. She feels sick, so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. So why don't you just tell them what happened? Because then I can tell my tiny little part of this story. So O has to get her first IV. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, right. The doctor was like, you know, normally we'd give... Her PLA, but if she's not, you know, at this point, your milk is not helping and she needs to be, she needs to be hydrated because she hadn't had a wet diaper in almost six hours. Um, so I'm like, oh God, what am I going to do? I don't know how this is going to happen. So I pull out my phone and I'm like, all right, she loves Mary Poppins. I have to interject, and I'm bad at interrupting, so thanks for noticing I wanted to. I hate fucking needles. I can't watch them. 
I can't watch them go into other people. I don't even like watching them in the movies. So already I knew this was going to suck. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Go on. So I'm oh, like, all right, I'm going to, you know, turn on Mary Poppins. This is her favorite movie right now. And I'm like, maybe it'll distract her enough. And so the, the doctor or nurse is like, you know, let's lay her down and let's try and get a needle in her. So for 10 minutes, they're trying to find a vein. Foot, hand, arm, can't find anything. Finally kind of find one on an arm. So the lady preps. She goes in for the kill and gets it. And then O starts crying to the point of where she is throwing up and choking on her vomit. And so she quickly pulls the needle out and I'm like, she's choking, she's choking. And I'm turning O to the side, which I'm surprised that they didn't like grab her and start rolling her. I Every time that she did, I was the one to lift her up and turn her to the side to get the puke out so she could relax. So, no needle in the arm. So, again, they start looking for a another vein because the lady thinks if... She thinks she might have, like, passed through it. She might have lost it at that point. She didn't want to re, um, re-thread the needle into the same spot, so she starts looking for another spot. Another nurse comes in to help her find one, and they're having trouble, and the lady's like, I don't think you blew out the vein, so let's do it again. She's laying down. She gets it in again, and again, I starts throwing, like, Mary Poppins is not working starts choking on her vomit and I'm like she's choking we have to move her and again the lady pulls out the needle and I roll out to the side and I'm like oh god how are we gonna do this so the lady brings in another woman who is really good at it apparently and um, there's this other nurse that's in there that's like oh no 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 do it again I don't want to run I don't want to ruin you're on a roll. You're on a roll. It's fine. The last two you got, it was just the baby that had to move. So you should really finish it out. And I'm like, I just really think you don't want to be the one that does this. Is <laughs> what it sounds like. She's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't. And they're they're still trying to find another spot. They're trying to find another vein that is feasible because now they've already done it twice in one, and they don't want to risk it. Um. So this lady is like trying to hype this little lady who's done it already. And the lady's like, no, I don't feel it. Like I've already done it twice and it just hasn't worked. And I just, I don't think this is going to be me. And I really don't want to test it. And I'm like, good on you, lady. Good on knowing your limits and not letting somebody bully you into, you know, making yourself comfortable. Good on knowing that like, if that's not for you, you're not going to do it and make it work because that's when shit gets fucked up. Check out the boundaries episode, by the way, because that's a solid like, boundary. <laughs> I was like, she knew her limit, and that was awesome. The other lady kept trying to convince her to do it. And um, so another, the other nurse that ended up doing it was a brand new nurse who helped this lady look for another vein. There's three women in, in there at, the, at this point, and... 
you know, the lady is like, I think you should do it. You know, I hear you're really good at getting IVs and kids. And she's like, well, normally I use like the smaller needle, smaller diameter, and it's a little more flimsy. Like this tends to be a little easier on babies and stuff. And she's trying to teach her. And I'm like, where were you fucking a few minutes ago? This would have been great. And she's like, I'm not going to lay her down. We're going to sit her up. And she was like, you're not going to thread the needle in, but you're going to hold the arm and I'll do it. And I'm like, thank God somebody fucking knows what they're doing right now. Oh, okay. To be fair, the other person did know what they were doing. She did. It just was really unfortunate circumstances for her twice. <laughs> yes. Just clarity. Sake. Yes. Yes. That's a... Uh, and I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to the lady who mm-hmm. like kept yeah. trying to hyper into doing it again. And um, so they can't find another spot. And guess where they're gonna have to do it? They're gonna have to do it in the same vein they did it uh twice. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But at least she's sitting up. So I'm like, all right, let's run through this. If she throws up and starts choking, I am going to lean forward with her. She is. Right in the middle of my legs, this is what I'm going to do. So if you have the needle, please do not take it out this time. And the lady was like, okay. And I'm like, I'm serious. Because. Yeah, you only get so many attempts. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and I'm like, all right, this might work out well. Because I can have Mary Poppins over here. I can have O's head turned enough where she's not paying attention in the needle. Because that's how I am. <laughs> sorry guys you're probably hearing me pump right now um and i'm like gosh you're so much like like me because i'm the same way i don't want to watch it it doesn't hurt when i don't watch it yes and so like i'm turning her and she's focused on that and the lady gets it and she screams i'll get out and i'm like it's okay babe scream it out it is fine wake up every person i don't care scream it's good scream and she doesn't choke on her vomit and they're like okay well now she has to keep her arm straight and i'm like she's a baby she doesn't know to keep her arm straight then go get this like little i don't know it's like a baby splint really yeah they build a baby splint um out of this and O's arms are already bruised from the tourniquets that they've done on her arms trying to get like find a vein so she's like basically going numb but within like the first five minutes she like you could tell she already felt better like she was slightly she was drowsy but she looked so much better when they were giving her fluids by that time but yeah yeah so they took her arm put the splint behind it, and then wrapped it with, like, a, a smaller ace bandage type yeah. thing. And they wrapped that fucking thing way too tight. Yeah. In all honesty. I get it. They didn't want it to move. Sure. Neither did we. Jesus. So, yeah, I didn't say anything, obviously. Um, they put that tourniquet on her. She screamed and then choked, and I had to leave. So, one of the first times that we dealt with the ER with her, she had really bad reflux when she was little. Which we didn't know. We didn't really know that's what it was. So, one night she screamed so hard, she choked on her spit and turned 
purple in my arms. And I had to flip her over and pat her on the back to get her breathing again. And so, yeah, since then I can't, I can't do it. I can't handle it. Anytime she gets like that, it's, it is literally a trigger and it is awful. So I heard her cry the first time and I just went out in the hall and I just cried the entire time. I think I came back, I came back to hold the, your phone after like, second attempt maybe or maybe they were already done I don't remember in all honesty but I just sat in the hallway and cried I tried to walk down the hall so I couldn't hear her and the fucking ER was too small and I could hear I know her one of the nurses came in and was everywhere. like everywhere and I was like what the fuck is my husband I, I was just bawling my eyes out in the hallway I couldn't and then I hated myself for having to be out there because I couldn't be in there was bad so yeah then she got the IV fluid started to kick in you could see her feeling better your fever was 101 at that point yeah she was still pretty toasty so they came in after the IV did they do it after the IV the test right so that was a shit show of the IV so then they come in and they're like well we want to do a COVID test uh, okay. Yeah, it's a nasal swab. Why didn't we do this before you did the IV, guys? And I, I asked them, I'm like, guys, like, I fucking hate getting it. It hurts. It's not fun. She's going to hate this. She just went through this. Why didn't we do this first? Uh, well, uh, oh my God. Okay. And then they're like, well, we want to do flu and RSV as well, just in case. Holy shit. Is it one swab? No, it's three. I fucking hate every single person in this room right now. I feel like everybody in... I I hate the medical field. Unfortunately, it's not any individual person, but it's been a a long 40, 40 years, so... I was like, dude, you guys really should have done this first. Because if she freaks out and pulls that fucking IV out of her arm, I swear to fucking God, everybody. Like, I know. She's supposed to be on an IV for an hour or two. You want me to be right now. And, uh, yeah, we're like, no, no, no. You need to wait. Yeah. You need to come back. You need to give her some time to get some fluids because we're not going through this again. I think they waited like half an hour or something. And then they came back in. They gave her the swab and she was super chill. One, it definitely is not the same test that you do out of a home kit. <laughs> First yeah, off. That little they were swabby just like, guy is so flimsy <laughs> and, and like <laughs> Like, I don't even think soft. she felt it. So that was super great, right? It was fine. Um and so then we're just waiting for the results. And then they come back. They're like, she's got COVID. And we're like, yeah, shocking at this point. Um, so <laughs> that was the other thing. They bring in a full IV bag. And in my head, I'm like, that IV bag is the size of my daughter. There is not a chance you're going to put 
even a quarter of that into her, you will throw her so out of balance, you will kill my child. Before I can even get any of these thoughts through my brain, out of my mouth, the nurse is like, we're not going to give her this whole Ivy bag, uh, by the way, just so you know. Uh, we'll only give her whatever. She she said the milliliter amount. I'm like, okay, cool. Fine. Like, that made, that made us feel a little bit better. Um, anyway, to speed this part up, because we're already running pretty long, which is fine, because it's been a while. But... We go to shift chain. Well, no, I'm sorry. We go to get discharged and didn't know it. And they discharged us right during shift change. The doctor and the three nurses that we had dealt with the entire time. All shift. We didn't see the original doctor. She did not come back and say she was leaving. She did not give us discharge instructions. A new doctor came in. Sorry. The dude looked like he must have been 70, okay? The advice he gave us made me feel like uh, he was going to bloodlet my daughter and understood what the four fucking humors were because, Jesus Christ, plenty of the elder just gave me discharge instructions. If you don't know who that is, that is a great joke. He says, all right, well, she could do Pedialyte. Uh, She's finally old enough. Um, Well, she doesn't like the taste oh well just mix in some seven up make sure you shake it to get the bubbles out it'll be totally fine what i'm sorry excuse me i was like beside (laughs) myself sugar isn't gonna bother her but like like, you know she's sick right bro like this is what you're sending us away from uh okay oh yeah and if you need to follow up don't come back here. That was the most like, uh, okay. Well, what the fuck did we come here for in the first place then? Man, you should have told us during check-in. Oh, yeah, because there's a children's hospital, full children's hospital, half an hour away. Why did you guys not send us there? Why didn't you send us there? Like, fucking asinine. Look at the discharge instructions and the discharge instructions do say, if you need to follow up, do not come here. Go to the children's hospital. Jesus Christ, dude. We, my family has been through some insane shit and I'm sure your mom has that she hasn't shared. What the fuck is going on in the medical industry right now? I get it. I get it. But Jesus, dude. So we go back, and at this point, we had to find an Airbnb. Oh, no, no, no. We go back to the hotel, <laughs> struggle to find an Airbnb. That'll take us the same day. Again, same problem we've had, because now at this point, we're not leaving. We had talked. You and I had decided we can't go anywhere. No, Until she's just... feeling better, lost her fever or something, we are not leaving, leaving this city. We will stay here as long as it takes. Um, and struggle to find an Airbnb, look for two that are relatively close to that hospital and one cancels us. One cancels midway. I was like, oh, we found somewhere. Okay, cool. Let's go pack up the house. Let's go take a quick nap. And it canceled in the process. I'm like, all right, well, I'll find something else. And then, oh yeah. And then you had to fight with Airbnb to get the money back and they wouldn't talk to me 
even as your husband, they wouldn't talk to me because my name wasn't on it. So now you're so stressed. You're sick. Our daughter is sick and you are crying on the phone to this guy. And all I want to do is be like, just give us the fucking refund and stop talking to her, man. Clearly we're not fucking with you guys. He was like, like, he's like I Jesus hope you're having Christ, a good day. And I was dude. like, I don't sound, I sound like I'm having a good day because I'm crying. I'm, yeah, yeah, Jesus. So anyway, O is like not herself at all for the rest of the day. She yeah. wanted nobody but mom at all, which was super cute to me, by the way. I loved it. It was super sad. But I'm so glad that you finally got some time with her where you could, you guys could just be sick together. Yeah. At that point, I ripped else. my mask off. Mind you. <clears throat> We're in a big enough Airbnb that, by the way, that's totally fine. Like there's two floors. So your mom is just upstairs in her own room at that point. Yeah. My mom was having a really hard time. Not that that solves all the problems. her um, sick. My mom. When my sister was really little, my sister had pneumonia and they had to drain her lungs and stuff. And she was like seven years old when that was happening. And so my, um, my, um, mom, mom had such a hard time seeing Ophelia so sick. She ended up having to call my dad. She was like, I need you to come here. So my dad flew out the following day. Um, to come help and oh man in the hospital she looked at me and all I literally heard her say go mommy I'm sick too it's okay you don't have to wear your mask anymore and then we found out she had COVID and I was like really baby this it's not funny <laughs> she's gonna be one of those yeah I am very jealous of your gifts some days um anyway so we hang out. I call my dad again. He's talking to me. He's like, it's your responsibility. You need to get everybody home safe. Let me know how you're doing. Do you need me to come? And we've already had this conversation at this point a couple of times. So I'm like, look, dude, like, no, I don't want you to come because I don't want you to get sick. Like, if you get sick, then it's another person you have to take care of. One, you're older. I cannot have, I cannot have you get sick at this point. I haven't had enough time to deal with mom. You haven't dealt with mom. If you get sick, I swear to God, just stay home, dude. I get it. So he's like, you know, make sure you take care of everybody. Make sure everybody's doing well. Is everybody doing okay? Well, unless they're fucking lying to me, then I think we're doing better. I was starting to feel better at this point. My fever had broken by now. I was still having on and off. Physically. Off fevers and breathing. I was having a hard time breathing still. So I walked over to the store to get us stuff for dinner. Um, And then came back. And And oh, it's just... Sad. Constantly asleep. Awake maybe for 10, 15 minutes. And every time she's awake, it's she's just whining. She's like whine crying. Yeah. You can tell that she just, you can tell her body aches because she's just not wanting to move. She's not wanting to move, not wanting anybody to really touch her, only wanting to be held and to be fed to go back to sleep. And that was about it. So the AC doesn't work in this place that I rented. 
upstairs. Upstairs, where the beds are. Hot as balls. In the middle of a, about a 100 degree heat wave in Kansas City, by the way. So that sucked. Everybody, the heat, the stress of everything, we're now three or four days into this whole fiasco, stuck in another goddamn city. Tensions are high, to say the least. Nobody is communicating. We're tired. We're exhausted. I, like, I'm emotionally done at this point. Like, I just want to go the fuck home. I just want to be at home. You told me from day one that you wanted to be home. I just wanted to get home. By now, I could have given a shit less about anything related to the, the peer group thing. I'd already made my peace with that. I just wanted to get home. I wanted to be in our safe space. Pretty sure that dog was outside, not ours. Um, that's actually no, our dog that's... sleeping downstairs barking. <laughs> oh. She's fine. She's fine. No. Let her let her sleep. Let her sleep. She needs to sleep. You know she does. She's okay. Oh, she's, she's okay. Let her let her sleep it out. She's covered in the crate. So, so yeah. And so we go back to bed. And we're, you and I are sleeping downstairs on the couches, which is surprisingly comfortable, cool, yeah. whatever. And then you wake me up again at 3 a.m. again. But this time we're closer to the hospital. Oh, it's starting to, she's getting hot again. And Real hot. She's getting like on fire noticeably hot. hot this time. And her cough. She's now, like, started to cough, and I mean, like, a bark cough. Like, it's pretty harsh sounding. I was like, what is happening? You are struggling to breathe at this point, and noticeably struggling to breathe. I'm like, uh, this doesn't sound normal. I was like, we gotta go back to the hospital. So. Thankfully, we made the decision to move closer to the actual children's hospital. So we were only ten minutes away. So we drove to the hospital, um, we check in, and we go into the little waiting room, they take us back, they take O's temp, and she is 103. 103.5. And her heart is racing to the point that the machines are making the noise that they should not be making when the heart is working too much and too fast. And I'm like, oh, okay, this doesn't settle any of my anxiety at this point in time. Um, so we go back and... Actually get to talk to a resident. Yeah. We get to talk to a couple of nurses. And they are... So ag- nice. Again, nothing against the nurses at the original hospital. Okay, they did their job to the best of their abilities. But they're not pediatric. So everybody here is obviously dealing with children all the time. And I felt so much better there. I remember the first thing we did is we're like, she's probably, they're they're like, she's probably dehydrated. We're like, yes, we do not want to give her an IV after yesterday. If we can get her to drink something, can we try that? And they're like, we can't eat. Sure. But if it doesn't work. And we're like, okay. And they were thinking of everything. They're like, okay, so she doesn't like flavored Pedialyte. Well, we have 
clear Pedialyte that's flavorless. We're like, that's a thing? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have Gatorade. What? Like, she can do Gatorade? Yeah. They told us to do 7-Up yesterday. They're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're, we're like, oh my God. So, they give her some... Mo- so, they actually, like, suctioned her nose. Yeah. I sucked it up, put my big boy pants on, and was like, I have to do this one. And so, I was in the room, we did it. It was way better, in all honesty. <laughs> she handled it way better. Um, it probably helps that we do... <laughs> we were- I do suction her nose yes, so frequently, in all honesty. Yeah. So that was great. That made a big difference. They were all really nice. They gave her some Motrin, and they're like, has she ever had Motrin? And we're like, no. So we don't know if she's got an allergy. But we're like, what better place to find out than a hospital? At least we're here. Yep. So they gave her the Motrin. She didn't really have any adverse from it which is great so now we know she can do Motrin she was because they were ha- she was having trouble breathing they ended up having to give her a steroid to open up her throat and her lungs so that she yeah. could breathe um, better because better, they were so inflamed that it was um, not helping her cough but also giving her issues Yeah, getting the right amount of air to fill in her body. But hey, guess who likes uh, flavorless PD Light and Gatorade? Our daughter. <laughs> like a champ. Yeah. She drank that shit like it was going out of style. Thankfully. I think a lot of it has to do with the Motrin. Took the fever down just enough that she felt a little bit better and wanted to do it. So she drank. She didn't need the IV. Thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, we didn't leave... Until she was 99 and it yeah. was like 8 o'clock. Yeah, but they were so awesome. They were like, yeah. all right. They were like, go ahead, stay. If you need yeah. to sleep, sleep. If you need to sleep, like, sleep. Yes. Stay. So we slept for like, you slept for like an hour. I watched O to make sure she was okay. Um, and then they told us the magic formula that I don't know why this isn't anywhere. So if you have a child that can do Tylenol, acetaminophen, and Motrin, which I think is ibuprofen. If I'm wrong, look it up. Okay, don't don't rely on me. I'm not a doctor. You can do them both with no adverse effects if you do one, and then three hours later do a dose of the other one, and then continue that cycle so that there's something always in the body. Dude, we had no idea. I mean, I... I didn't know you could do it for a child. I didn't know you could do it. I didn't know you could cycle it that way. I know you could take Motrin and Tylenol because they're not the same thing. That's how it was cycled after I got my C-section. Dude, you were on so many fucking drugs. I don't know what they all were, man. <laughs> fucking, your dose, of IB, your dose of ibuprofen and acetaminophen were like... Yeah, that is Not true. where I'm going to give anybody on a normal basis... <laughs> Um, so yeah, like that was crazy. We had no idea. They, they literally sat down. I think you, you were asleep for discharge. Yeah. I was the ner- so the, tired. The resident came back in. She explained everything to me in detail. All of it. She's like, you can do the Pedialyte. Keep 
doing the Pedialyte. If she doesn't drink milk, it's totally fine. Right now, you just need to keep her hydrated. Give her Pedialyte, give her the Gatorade, do it in a mix of X, Y, and Z, um, and just do it. If she'll take it, do it. Run the Motrin this way. Here's the thing. Remember, this is how much she weighed, so this is your dosage. Go ahead and do the Tylenol three hours later, and just keep that going. If you need anything, come back here. We'll be here. It's totally fine. Just come here. I was dumbfounded. I was like, holy shit. Like, weird why didn't scene. you? Weird like, scene. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Felt so seen. We've been to so many fucking ERs so far. It was amazing. So we started doing that. We did the alternating. And you could tell O was feeling a little bit better. Because she constantly had something in her body to keep it knocked down. Um, even to she the point, started to yeah, play. Started to play later that day. We got to mess around, and she loves mirrors, so I kind of took her over to one, and she got to hang out there. And then I walked. No, your dad and I went to the store because your dad came. That's what it was. Okay, right after the hospital, we went and picked your dad up. Yeah. Like literally, went from the hospital to pick him up. Um, which was stressful stressful as fuck because now we have another person three covid people and a non-covid person two non-covid both with well in the car in the car yeah and of course they're both they have comorbidities that i'm not comfortable with but i get it my dad was willing to fly out too for me that amped up my stress that much more I I i can't like if he gets sick i don't know what um, but anyway, it was nice to have some helping hands. Your mom felt better having him there. Um, O was doing a lot better. And I'm honestly, I'm kind of pissed at this point because I'm like, maybe we wouldn't have had to come here had we known about this the day before. Maybe she would have been better, but so her fever broke, um, we went to the store, got stuff for dinner. I did a pasta bake for them, which is super exciting because, to my knowledge, nobody's made it except for us. Nobody's made it. It was the first time we've ever cooked for my parents. For your parents. And it was a smashing success. Oh, my God. My dad is in love with that every time I go home now. So did you make any? Did you bring any? And I'm like, oh, my God. This man loves his son-in-law. <laughs> so... Yeah, at this point, um, I was doing better, so I'm setting an alarm. I'm up every three hours to give her whatever the medication is, and then 6 a.m. rolls around. 3 a.m., I dose her with Tylenol. 6 a.m., I dose her with Tylenol again. If looks could kill, <laughs> you would have fucking killed me, just for clarity's sake. I and was... yes, it was an accident, but you were Fucking pissed. I was... You were angry. You I were was, scared. And I was, you were it was, super mad. It's not that I was mad. I was scared. So, so you're like, well, I'll call somebody and figure this out. So I end up calling the hospital's nurse line. And they specifically tell you that if you're out of state, they won't help you. So I said, fuck it, and hung out on the line anyway, got somebody, and explained them to them that we are in-state, but from out-of-state, we were just there yesterday. They were super helpful, walked me through everything, um, 
it turns out we had been giving a lower dose of Tylenol because we had been giving her a dose for uh, her previous weight and not for the current weight. So she was already getting less than normal anyway. So she was like, there's nothing to worry about. It's totally fine. I ended up calling her back for more questions anyway. Uh, long story short, we decided that we were going to start to wean her off to see if she was doing better anyway, because otherwise we wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, stress on stress on stress. And she started to do better. I don't think we gave her anything else. We might have given her like one more round of Motrin and then had been done because she wasn't as hot. And she's doing a lot better. So stay the night again. And then we have a couple more uh, days of driving. And it is just a fucking nightmare because I just want to be home. I just want all of us to be home. I don't want to be sick anymore. And we already, we missed the story about my COVID eye. I got a really bad case of COVID eye on like day two while I was driving. My eyes were like. So red. Bloodshot so red. Puffy. Dry. They hurt really bad. But anyway, yeah. So we just continue driving and we drive and we drive and we stop. Stop. Or there's always a hospital. And we drive some more. And three days later, we finally make it home after lots of yelling everywhere for everybody. Everybody's done. Side note, we make it probably 10 miles from our house and I hit a fox. Out of all of the goddamn driving we've done. Everywhere. I was like, I'm going to go this way because there's probably going to be more wildlife on the other road. And then I had a fox on this goddamn road. God damn it. I like fox. It was hard. It was not fun. And he ran straight. He did the squirrel thing. He didn't just continue. He did something stupid. He paid a price for it. Sorry. Whatever. And we get home at midnight. And then you and I... I don't think we went to bed until 2, and I woke up the next day. I couldn't even think straight. So I only worked like half a day. I was brain fogged so bad, I couldn't even really focus on what was going on. And then my mom took a test, (laughs) and test negative after all that trip and testing positive most of it. No, no, no. Backwards. She tested positive the very day we get back. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. And then your dad was negative. Yeah, my dad was negative. And your dad remained negative, right? He didn't. So, Jesus. After all of that, we get home and then she tests positive. Yeah. And then she has a two week, she has a two week isolation and she goes crazy. Yeah, that was something. A lot of lessons learned. One, like I said, I'd been pretty overwhelmed prior to this trip. This trip really pushed me over the edge. Um, the news and everything, inflation and all that stuff got to me and I kind of just couldn't handle it all. And I did the thing I shouldn't do and I retreated back into myself quietly. Too afraid to tell you because I didn't want you to worry about it. And uh, yeah, so I really wanted to attend this conference for myself because I don't have the confidence to go out and do networking and I was hoping this would be the one time where I would actually do it. I was going to prove to myself after 
two years that I could do it. And then it all got really effed up. And I know it made it look like the priorities were all wrong. And I'm sorry. I so badly wanted to do that for myself. And as soon as you said you wanted to get home, I just wanted to get us home. And we've had this conversation so many times at this point. I'm I'm sorry that I made it seem like you guys weren't important. I was just trying to get us home. I was just hoping we could get home in three days. And it didn't work. I was hoping we could get her home before she got sick. Hindsight, she was probably already fucking sick, but... At that point, she didn't appear to be, and that's, I just wanted to get her home before she got sick, and it didn't work. And that sucked. And then I wanted to get home before your mom got sick. And technically, we did. Technically, we did. Because <laughs> she didn't test until we got back. And she was. I appreciate your apology. So. We've had a bunch of talks about this already, so priorities have been reestablished and understood and reset, but a lot of frayed nerves, a lot of stress, a shitload of talking. And I don't ever want to get COVID in another state ever again. <laughs> if I'm getting it, I want to get it in this house right here and not have to go anywhere period <laughs> just sit here it'll be totally fine we'll order take out the entire time or whatever i don't care we're close to a hospital not that they're a children's hospital but we've been there enough times at this point covid and kids is rough growing altitude Trying to keep other people safe and then being 1,800 miles from home. It was a lot. It was a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. And we've been through a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is just another feather in our cap. But Jesus Christ, can we catch a break, please? I don't want to keep doing this. Every time we go to the hospital, I'm like, can we just not go to the hospital for a year? And then it's like, I don't know, three months later. We've been to the hospital probably every month since I was born, at least once. And not always for her. Yeah. We went for your mom and I fucking lost it. We had to take your mom to the hospital. Reasons don't matter. It just happened to be the hospital that my mom got diagnosed with that I had not been back to, to, to deal with. And of course the three of us went, so you went back in with your mom because it's what you should have done. And then I was there by myself and I lost it and I went inside and I just cried my eyes out because I hate that fucking hospital. I don't but if you're going to take me to the hospital, take me to that one, by the way. Don't take me to Fair Oaks. 
Just leave me outside if you're going to take me to Fair Oaks because they are fucking awful. I don't care what anybody at Fair Oaks says. You guys are not great. So, if we could just avoid the goddamn hospital for the next three or four months, that would be Please, whatever controls that, just give me a goddamn reprieve at this point. It was rough. If I trip down the stairs tomorrow, I'm going to be so pissed. Please don't. <laughs> so. COVID in a kid? I, I don't recommend it. Watching your kids sick and you can't do a goddamn thing is... What? The hardest thing I've ever done, I will say. I never thought I would be that parent that would bargain or make promises. My mom said she was making promises in the hotel room, praying that oh, it was just okay, and hoping that she was okay, and she went through the same thing with my sister when she was a baby and that was hard because my mom was by herself and all I could do was I was just like all I was hoping was I would do anything to take her suffering on so that she didn't have to so that she didn't have to feel it so that she didn't have to hurt through it and All I could think of was if this is a cruel lesson to learn for any of us, I've learned it. I make it end. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. I couldn't even get to that part. PTSD in the hospital. I I couldn't even handle all I could see was her turning purple in my arms. It was awful. So if I could just get over that part, I think we'd be all right. I don't even like when she cries that much. And she, now she's doing it like semi-intentional. Well, that's why I tell you just to go soothe like, her, dude. Just like, like, if you want to cry, please just cry. Don't do that choky part. I can't, like, I, I can't do the choky part. I've had so many conversations with her about it. Like, she gets it. She does. Yeah. No, she does. And that's why she just keeps doing it. She She knows that you're trying to, to, oh, if I cry normal, he won't come running. But if I do the part where he doesn't like, he will always get me. Uh, yeah. She's too smart for her own good name. Yes. She works the system. I put my parents through hell when I was born because I was very premature. I'm fucking done, guys. You you win, cool. Yeah, it was way worse for you, but this is just just make it stop, please. Please. Just let it fucking end. Let it ju- just give us a goddamn break at this point. So Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So it has been a really long, long episode and episode in like two months since we've so done it. So if you guys are still around listening and listening to our bitch and moan sesh of our experience of life, wear a fucking mask, guys. 
pandemic is still a thing. Even we were still wearing masks around people that weren't, but it is still a thing, guys. Be safe. Uh, get your shots. Stay healthy. Kids who can't get shots right now are um, severely out of compromise, and I do not wish it on any parent for their kid to have to experience COVID because that is the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. So if you're not wearing a mask and you see a kid, go walk really, really far away from them, <laughs> please. Because <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. that was the hardest thing in my life. Stress is real, and stress makes it very hard to be there for yourself and for other people. It makes the situations that much harder. It makes emotion very difficult. You probably are not going to handle it well in the situation. That's fine. But you have to address it afterwards. It took us a long time to get back to being okay. But again, please try to talk to that person. Let them know how you're feeling. Let them know why. Ask them how they're feeling. Listen to the best of your ability. Try not to react. Again, the stress is going to make everything difficult. So if you can do it in a time frame where it's more comfortable, hopefully by then you will have been calm enough and out of the situation long enough. But again, even then, it was really not easy. So... Make sure you are listening and talking to those people that you care about. It's the only way you're going to keep going. So, yeah. Do you want to make the other little announcement or do you want to hold So, in good news at the end, if you're still listening out there, here's your good news for hanging out. We're coming out with merch, guys. Yeah, we're going to be doing a run of shirts coming up pretty soon. Um... I've talked to a couple people out there already, thrown a poll on Graham, got a lot of positive feedback. So we're working through that right now, trying to come up with the design we like, getting a... Which I think we're kind of there. I think we, I think we settled. I, I like it a lot, s- actually. I think we settled on I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> My accidental. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm surprised. If it turns out that way, when we get it, I'll be happy. So we're going to set up a small store on the site once we get everything ready to go. So in the next... Uh, I don't know, probably about a month, I think is about the amount of time it's going to take us to get all this ready Mm -hmm. to go, get the shirts ordered, get them in, get the store set up. Uh, Just long enough for your birthday, by your birthday. Yeah, around then. So So September-ish. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye on Graham. Keep an eye here because we'll definitely be mentioning it again. Um, Yeah. Exciting stuff. Baby steps into everything else. So thanks for coming back. Hopefully, uh, you know. You didn't miss us too much. Tell We've everybody about it. We've got more exciting news too, but we'll. There's a lot more exciting news to come. There's a lot of things in the works, so yeah. stay tuned. <laughs> right now, we we're gonna keep shocked. those under wraps. Yeah. We got to make sure bit. we can get to them. So we're we're slowly working to some much larger, larger things. So thank you for coming back. If you're new. This is a very weird episode to pick up on, but I'm glad you're here. Hey, cool. Check out the other couple episodes we have. Um, We did get a request for an episode today, so I've added it to our list, and I'm thinking we might end up doing that sooner rather than later. Yeah. 
So if I can get that person, if they want to be on it, I'm going to try and hook, hook us up with that person. Otherwise, we're just going to do it and they're going to listen to it because that's also kind of what they want. So I'm going to try and work that out. Otherwise, we will do our best to be back in two weeks with another episode. Um, Probably a mini-sode. We're thinking about doing a Red Thread episode here soon. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll sneak that in there somewhere. So like, share, and subscribe. Please email us at thebakerandthewitch at thedarkartsof.com. Also visit thedarkartsof.com. Dark <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. I was like, oh, darn. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys. We've done a lot of work there, trying to make it easier to navigate and, and everything. So Yeah, know. we're in the midst of building new parts to the site, so yeah. keep your eyes peeled. Hit us up. Let us know. Again, like she said, like, share, subscribe, rate, follow, leave a comment, all those other fun things that help other people find us. And tell all your friends. If this resonates, tell people. Please. Please. And thank you. Also, if you find topics that you want to share, we are more than happy to talk about them, even if you don't want to join on them. And if you want to join on them, let us know, because we're trying to figure out how to do that right now. Like, we want to be able to call people and bring them into the conversation. So let us know. And remember, you're not alone. The more we talk. The more we heal. Oh, shit. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That Perfect. Wow. Cool. That's a good way to end it. So thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. See you in two weeks.